The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. Is calling, calling for you and for me. See on the portals, he's waiting and watching, watching for you and for me. Come home, come home. Is calling, calling, oh sinner, come home. Why should we tarry when Jesus is pleading? Pleading for you and for me. Why should we linger and he not his mercies? Mercies for you and for me.
said to them, Suppose one of you has a friend, and he goes to him at midnight and says, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread, because a friend of mine on a journey has come to me. I have nothing to set before him. And the one inside answers, Don't bother me. The door is already locked, and my children are in bed with me. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, though he will not get up and give him the bread, because he is his friend, yet because of the man's boldness, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. He who seeks, finds. To him who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If then you though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Luke, the 11th chapter. Welcome to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Ray Greenley from the National Prayer Chapel, and it's time to pray. Not just to pray, but to agonize in prayer. That's a strange word to us in America. A revival preacher said something that I had a hard time understanding. He said, The fish is the last one to see the water. I said, What does that mean? That's nonsense. What do you mean the fish is the last one to see the water? 
thought about it. And then I said, yes, I understand. When I go down to the Occoquan River, close to where I live, I see the water flowing. I see the fishermen. I see the boats. The fishermen are pulling fish out. The fish, they don't see the water. They swim in it. It is their accustomed place to swim, to live, to die. So the fish doesn't see the water. It's what he lives in. So Revelation, the third chapter, tells us that the Laodicea church, the church of the last day, will be blind and naked and miserable, wretched, and it won't even know it. Why? Because it's swimming in the world. It is pure worldliness. And it doesn't even see that it's swimming in the world. It doesn't see that there's anything desperately wrong with what it's doing, with its time and its money and its energy. It's just the normal American life. Most of you who will listen to the broadcast today have never agonized in prayer where you have been before the Lord with weeping and loud cries and wrestled with God like Jacob in that wilderness. But revival does not come and answers to prayer do not come from casual prayers. God hears and answers not just when a man makes a request. There are three loaves of bread. All three are important if if you expect God to answer your prayer. The first loaf is you ask. You're hungry and you ask, Lord, could you heal this person? Could you do this for me? Could you do that? Would you bless our church? Will you bless our pastor? Will you... That's only the first bite. There must be a second loaf of bread, and that is the loaf of seeking, earnestly seeking. Where do I find this loaf of bread? I'm going to continue knocking on that door. I know there is bread in this house, but the man is sound asleep. He's with his children in bed. He doesn't want to get up and give me anything. I am going to seek earnestly, persistently. I'm not going to give up. I need God to answer my prayer. And then there is a third loaf. You have to knock and then the door will be opened. So you make a request, but then you don't have an answer. You get the answer. I'm sorry, I'm in bed. I can't answer you now. I'm busy. I'm with my children. We're asleep. Go away. 
Now, God doesn't say that to us, but it feels like that to our hearts. And then we seek earnestly, continually, requesting the presence of God, requesting that he answer our cry. And then we pound on the door until we're embarrassed. We are bold and we cry out to God with boldness before the throne of God. The old timers called it agonizing. They called it praying through. This tame prayer, O God, bless Aunt Sarah's toe, take care of Jane, do this, Jesus, take care of that. He's not our servant. We're his servant. So this morning, I, in the early hours, went before the Lord and began to cry out to him. knowing that he will not answer our prayers if we don't eat all three loaves. And today is a prayer day. You're welcome to call. I welcome you to pray. At whatever level you can pray. If you can agonize with God, all the better. But we need to pray for America. We need to pray for the church. And we need to pray for for ourselves. I have been so hidden away with the Lord for so long. I've been somewhat out of touch with what God's people are doing. But I've been shocked this week as I've talked with some of God's precious people to discover that they're spending their time in all kinds of ways. Nothing necessarily wrong with what they're spending their time doing, but it's entertainment. It's not prayer. There's no urgency to cry out to God. There is a busy life but included in the busy life are are the times to go bowling, to do gaming, to do whatever our heart is interested in, but not to pray. So, Pastor, feed me. Pastor, give me the gospel. Pastor, get, what? Go get it. It's in the scriptures. Go to your own spring with Jesus. Cry out to Jesus. Get serious. We're in a desperate place. Ask, seek, and pound on the door. And God will answer. So our phone number is 877-534-0780. Jot the number down and 
I ask you, please, do you have a heart to pray? Are you concerned about America? Are you concerned about your church? Are you concerned about your own life and your family? Then little prayers won't do it. We're going to have to cry out to Jesus. So please call right now. The lines are wide open. 877-534-0780. Let's pray. Almighty God, King of kings and Lord of lords, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed, holy is your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, I just come today with a desperate heart. I see what's happening. The deadness in your people. The wickedness rising in our nation. Lord, I see the division and the race hatred that has grown. It was like, where did this spring up from? Lord, an enemy has come and planted among us the seeds of prejudice and racial hatred. The enemy has come and planted seeds of communism, of leftism, of progressiveness, of ungodliness. And these seeds are are sprouting up everywhere in America and they're bearing such wicked, violent, hard, angry truths. Lord, I come today pleading, Oh God, if you don't come and save America, we will be destroyed. We will destroy ourselves. We are tearing ourselves apart, Jesus. I pray for our president. I pray for those who heap scorn and ridicule upon him, who make his life very painful, who make his life very difficult with the constant flow of vitriol, bitterness, and anger. Lord, forgive us. I see in our Senate and in our Congress, our House of Representatives, I see the bitter, vile, vulgar anger, not a common cry for the healing of America, but a cry for the destruction of America. Lord, how can we survive such small and wicked men and women? And then I see, Lord, I see the wickedness of our Supreme Court justices I see how they do not serve a moral law, but serve a law of convenience, of personal gain, of pettiness. Lord, our leaders are walking in all of this wickedness, and they're modeling for America destruction. Our governors 
our baby-killing governor in Virginia, this wicked man who has no moral integrity, who is a leftist. Lord, how can we survive with leaders who are so utterly corrupt? I know we deserve them, for we voted them in. But Lord... How do we survive? How does America survive the onslaught of evil as it has grown in such huge proportions just in the last days and weeks and months, let alone years? Our chickens are truly coming home to roost. For we have planted in our schools. Oh Lord, we have planted wickedness in our schools. We've planted a sense of entitlement. Fathers have been absent from the home. Lord, we have sinned against you. And Lord, the church, we don't even see the wickedness. We accommodate, compromise, propagate the wickedness of our culture, instead of righteousness and holiness and repentance. Lord, and then I see the smallness and the pride of my own heart. And I see how I have not prayed enough. I too have been influenced by my culture, by the water of wickedness. And it breaks my heart. Lord, I come today to pray, to cry aloud, and say, Lord, there has to be a change. There has to be a change, Jesus. We can't survive in America on the course we are upon, either nationally or with the church or as individuals. If there is not a great cry for repentance, if there is not a great turning away from the vile wickedness of our culture, Jesus, we will be judged and destroyed. I know that. Lord, I plead your blood today over, over America. I plead your blood over the church. I plead your blood over each person listening to this radio broadcast today. Lord, please, please send forth your Holy Spirit And I will not back away or leave you alone, but I will cry out to you day and night until your Holy Spirit comes with the gift of repentance, turning our hearts, touching us once again. Oh, Lord, it's our only hope. You, Jesus, are our only hope. Lord, would you come quickly? 
Would you cause men and women to rise up and begin to cry aloud to you and pray and intercede and seek your face? Lord, enough of these small, casual, common times of prayer. Where is the passion? Oh, God, we say, take care of this little thing and take care of that little thing and go over here and take care of this and take care of that like you're our servant. Oh, God, forgive us. We are your servants. Would you come today in this time of prayer? Would you meet us? Would you move in the hearts of those listening that they would come boldly to the throne of grace and cry aloud with me that there could be lifted up to the heavens a cry before your throne from Washington, D.C., from the metro area, that we would cry aloud and say, Jesus, if you don't come and rescue us, we are going to die. Please, Jesus, come. Lord, I believe in miracles. I believe in your power. I believe in you, Jesus, and I love you with all of my heart. And I reject this world's wickedness. I will not participate in it. Lord, come quickly. I pray in your holy name. Amen. Well, Brother Drew, do we have any calls coming in? So our phone lines are wide open. Our phone number is 877-534-0780. Will you pray? Will you pray? Will you care enough to awaken yourself? and to risk and pray and come boldly to the throne of God asking, seeking, knocking that he would send his Holy Spirit in revival power. Phone lines are open. 877 534 0780 Lord today I'm asking for our daily bread I'm asking Lord for the broken body your broken body Jesus you said your broken body was real food and that we needed to come and eat your broken body So, Lord, today we come. I come with precious brothers and sisters to partake of your broken body. Lord, turn us away from the world's delight, the world's food. Lord, turn our hearts away from the wickedness of this world. Turn our hearts to yourself, Jesus, and feed us the bread of heaven, 
Lord, I come asking for the drink. I come asking for the spilled blood. Lord, we need the bread and the wine. Lord, we're going to die of starvation in America. Spiritual starvation. If there is not a radical change, a quick change. I'm asking for the city of Washington, D.C., metro area, for revival, Lord. I'm asking you to capture this city by the Spirit of the living God. I'm asking that your Spirit will come in such power that he will hover over this city, that the world will notice that there is something going on in Washington, D.C., that it's not business as usual, that people are gathering to pray and repent and weep before you and ask for your mercy. Lord, it seems utterly impossible. But Nineveh turned and repented and fasted and prayed. Lord, would you do that for Washington? Surely we're no more wicked than Nineveh of old. And you sent Jonah to preach that they would be destroyed in 40 days. Lord, I come preaching the same thing to Washington, D.C. This city will be destroyed if we do not repent. We will not survive the judgment coming from your hand if we do not turn and repent from our sin. Lord, would you begin with President Trump and his wife and his cabinet? Would you begin with our Congress and our Supreme Court? Would you humble them before you, Almighty God? Would you begin in the city, in the suburbs? Would you send forth your spirit in the churches? Would you cause a great cry of repentance to go up from Washington, D.C.? Lord, I feel like James said Elijah was a man like we are of like passions, but he prayed and you shut the, the skies and it stopped raining. Lord, I'm asking you to do the same thing to Washington, D.C. I'm asking that you would stop the rain for Washington, D.C., or whatever else you need to do to cause this city to see its dire situation, that judgments of destruction are about to fall upon our city if there is not a dramatic change of attitude and heart. For you are a God who judges, and your wrath is bitter. But your mercies are from everlasting unto everlasting. Lord, I come today pleading your mercy. I pray your judgment unto repentance. Whatever that judgment needs to be that will turn this city and cause it to begin to repent. Lord, I'm so tired of arrogant men and women who think they know. And they're about their their church work, their theology, their business, their family, their life. 
Lord, we've become so arrogant before you, so self-assured, so full of ourselves. Lord, I pray you will stop us in our tracks. Whatever way is necessary, Jesus, bring a judgment of repentance upon this city if that's what it's going to take. Mighty God, how can we live like this any longer? Living in our worldly ways, in our casualness, thinking we have for eternity and that we're saved and we're on our way to heaven. Everything is cool. No, it's not, Lord. We're dying. We're like Laodicea, blind and naked and miserable, wretched. Don't even know it. How do you help a people so filled with pride that they think they know it all and they have it made and that the world should bow down? Lord, that's how we've been in the city of Washington and in America. We felt like we were better than the world simply because you blessed us in this nation because of our forefathers. But now, O oh God, you're bringing judgment upon this nation for our arrogance and our hardness of heart. Lord, do you have any people in this city who will pray? Who will get serious with you? Who will agonize in prayer before your throne for this city? Does anyone care, Lord, in this city? Have we already become like Sodom and Gomorrah? Where there weren't even ten righteous people in the whole city. Oh Lord, I plead your mercy. Would you deal with our hearts today? Thank you, Lord. Thank you for hearing my prayer. This is Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Pastor Ray Greenley from the National Prayer Chapel. And it is a day of prayer. The phone number is 877-534-0780. Would you call and pray? Would you humble your heart, swallow your pride, and pray so that we can hear your prayer and the Holy Spirit can quicken our hearts and encourage our spirit to pray. I'll know revival is coming when I don't have to beseech you to call and pray, but the lines jam because there are so many of you who want to pray. I'll know then that God is moving among us and that there is a quickening of your heart and you're moving out of stubbornness and you're seeking the face of God humbly. Our phone number is 877 534 
Brother Drew, do we have any calls coming in? So the lines are wide open and we're waiting for you. Should I stop praying and just play music? I can do that. Are you willing to call and pray? I give this Friday broadcast to pray. And next Friday I can't because it's 4th of July weekend and the studio is closed. So there will be a pre-recorded broadcast. But today we can pray. We need to pray about the 4th of July. Okay, we have a caller who would like to pray. Welcome. Yes, Pastor Ray. Yes, please pray. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Father, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Lord, we come humbly yes. unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Yes. And Lord, I ask you to encourage your son, Ray. I thank you, Lord, that he is on the right path in the right track. Lord, just like your son, John the Baptist, preached repentance in the wilderness. Yes. And Jesus came and preached the same thing. And today, Lord, it's the same word as your son, Ray, said, repentance in Jesus' name. Now, Lord, bless your son, Ray, with a special anointing that will break and destroy the yokes of the adversary. Satan, we come against you in Jesus' name. Yes. Lord, stir up your people like your son, Ray, said, like never before to jam these phone lines back that a prayer would get through to your son and to yes. your people, Lord. And, Lord, you say in your word to pray for those that are in authority. Lord, I touch and agree with your son, Ray. We lift up President Trump. We lift up his family. We lift up the White House. You said that we may live a quiet and peaceable life. For yes. it is acceptable in the sight of the Lord. Satan, yes. we bind you on every hand, you lying demon. We bind you in Jesus' name. We yes. cast you into outer darkness from whence you have come. We come against the spirit of deception. We come against the spirit of doubt. We come against the spirit of fear. We come against the spirit of unbelief in Jesus' name. Lord, we ask you, my God, that you place in your sons and daughters in this hour a spirit of we are not ashamed of your gospel, Lord, for it yes. is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. Lord, we lift up the Republicans. We lift up the Democrats. We lift up the KKK. We lift up, my God, all those who are in sin right now. Send a word of conviction in on this nation, Lord. Convict them of sin and unrighteousness in Jesus' name. As your son Paul told Timothy, stir up the gift that is within us in yes. the name of Jesus. Lord, we bless you right now, Lord, and we 
thank you right now because it's of your mercy that will not consume. Your compassion fail not. is made new each and every morning, and great is your faithfulness. Yes. Now, Lord, we think if we have said anything, if we have thought anything, if we have did anything in the flesh that was contrary to your word, Lord, we ask you to forgive us right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, everything that's not like you, Lord, remove it from our hearts, Lord. Have us to dwell and move and operate in the spirit of forgiveness. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, we lift up those to you right now that don't know you, Lord. For you said to come and to seek and to save those which was lost. You said that those that are whole need not the physician, but it's for those that are sick. And, Lord, we lift up Black Lives Matter to you, Lord. Give yes. them a heart and a mind to repent of their wickedness. In yes. the name of Jesus, we come against the spirit of division. We come against the spirit of hate. We come against the spirit of racism. We come against the spirit of injustice. Lord, you said in your word that you so love the world, not the black man, not the white man, not the yellow man, not the red man, but you love the world, Lord, that you sent your only begotten son. You didn't make no distinction between race. You didn't make no distinction between ethnicity. You didn't make no distinction between color, Lord. We bind that demon in Jesus' name. Bring the people together as one, Lord, on one accord in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord, that you are our shepherd, and we shall not want in the name of Jesus. Now, Lord, we thank you for this radio broadcast. We thank you for Pilgrim's Rest, Lord. We thank you for Pastor Ray, Lord, being on the wall, standing on the wall as a man of God, preaching your uncompromised word. Lord, continue to bless Pastor Ray, Lord. Continue to keep him, Lord, and continue to encourage your history like you have never encouraged it before, but in the name of Jesus. Now, Lord, we ask you in these blessings, these blessed prayer right now, Lord, in Jesus' name. You told us in, in, your, in, your, in the book of Philippians, in the second chapter, Lord, you told us to be careful for nothing, but in anything along with prayer and supplication, along with thanksgiving, let our request be made known unto you. Lord, that is what your son Ray is doing right now. We're letting our request be made known unto you, Lord. I touch and agree with him, Lord, that it shall be done whatever he spoke out of his mouth. Lord, because I realize that he's a true man of God and that he's standing on the uncompromised word. Lord, you said in your word, my God, in the peace of God that passes all understanding. So keep our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And Lord, bless your son Drew on today, Lord. Thank you for being a thank you for him being a Joshua, standing next to Pastor Ray, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And yes. Lord, you said that whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely. Uh, and whatever things I have a good report, that if there be any virtue, if it be any praise, to think on these things. All these blessings we ask in the adorable name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Lord, you said that these sexual fervent prayers of a righteous man of Belichick. Yes. Thank you for your righteous servant, Ray. Thank you for Pilgrim's rest, Lord. In Jesus' name, and again, Lord, convict this world, convict this nation yes. of sin and unrighteousness yes. that have caused them to turn away with a repentant heart like the prodigal son and be said to 
It is in Jesus' name we ask these blessings. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Ray. God bless you. Be encouraged. God bless thank you, dear brother. Lord, I thank you for this brother's prayer, and I come in full agreement with him. Lord, thank you. Would you raise up men like this and women who will pray in this city, who will cry aloud to you, who will not back up, who will not back away, but will cast the demon powers out and bind them in the name of Jesus and by the blood of Jesus. Lord, thank you for his prayer. Bless him today for for his boldness in coming so publicly against the powers of darkness. Protect him. Send angels now to guard him, to guard his family, to guard his life. And we will praise you, Jesus. We will thank you. Thank you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Our phone number is 877-534-0780. Will you pray? Will you come and, and join our voices? And ask God to come and heal our land. Will you fast? Will you fast at least one day a week? And cry aloud to the Lord. Will you repent and say, Lord, I too have been proud. I too have been arrogant. Make me a fit vessel to cry out in your presence for the lost. Eight seven seven five three four zero seven eight zero. Would you pray? Would you pray now? Almighty God, I lay before you my life and your church, and I ask for a full flowing repentance among us coming from your Holy Spirit. Lord, we don't ask for magic tricks. We ask for repentance and humility and preferring one another before ourselves. Yes, we ask for the gifts of the Spirit. We ask for tongues. We ask for healing we ask for signs and wonders to support the teaching of righteousness and repentance and humbling our hearts before you. Lord, come, please. We are in such desperate need. Almighty God, I need you, Jesus. I need you, Holy Spirit of the living God. I need you, Jesus. I cannot live like this any longer. Please, 
as Evan Roberts prayed in the Welsh revival, bend us, bend me, change us. Give us eyes that see the true condition of our hearts and our minds. Turn us from wickedness, that which we don't even allow ourselves to be conscious of. Don't allow us to spend our time in foolishness. Mighty God, come. I pray in your holy name. Amen. We have a caller to pray. Please pray. Pastor Ray, thank you so much. And God bless that man who prayed Rama from his spirit. No, would you pray? Yes, God. You just see all the unrest in the city. You see the rebellious rebelliousness and the discord, the disrespect. God, we come against it. We come against it. All the infiltrators that have agitated the people and have even been sent in in an organized manner, to take down statues, reverse it, Father. You know, our history is our history. There are points that maybe need altered or changed somewhat, but not analyzed and and taken down. A mayor's wife of DeBasio in, in New York deciding whether Roosevelt's statue will be removed. It's just not right. Help justice prevail, Father. Help our country, the Statue of Liberty, your and your grace, your goodness, your order, Father, to rule in this land. Help the anarchy and the the leftists um, to to be taken down, Father. You told us that vengeance is not ours, but you can handle it, God. Yes. We want more order. Yes. Thank you for Pastor Ray and offering prayer on Fridays. And we do pray for this justice bill, um, the police, you know, uh, in the Senate and the House, um, you know, rewriting different um, needs of police reform. Just help them to come together, Father, and stop with the ego and, and, and the stubbornness and the politicizing of it, Father, and give the Senate some input in the bill they already proposed by a black gentleman from South Carolina. Give them just respect. Help them to change for a, help them to change for a change. Thy will be done if our people are willing to turn from our evil ways and ask for forgiveness. And then you will hear our prayer from heaven and we'll heal our land. Help more people to realize the importance and the need for and 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 the benefit and the blessing of praying together, even if it's only one with another, help the churches to start opening up, start finding ways, and start getting together, whether it's drive-through services or whatever. Help them to open up. We need to be together. We need to be singing the praises and hearing the message from the front. And you know, fellowshipping and, and refortifying, seeing each other again. Thank you, God, for your love, your grace, saving us and uh, choosing us. We pray it all in the precious name of Yeshua. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, you've been listening to Pilgrim's Progress. We have just two minutes left in the broadcast. 
I'd like to tell you how you can reach us. If you'd like to contribute, you can write to me at the National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346. That's Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. Or you could go to our webpage, nationalprayerchapel.com, nationalprayerchapel.com. Would you continue praying today? Would you set apart some time to go before the Lord and cry aloud to Him and move past your ease and your comfort and repent of your worldliness and your absorption in the things of the flesh? It's time. It's time to pray, to agonize in prayer until we're through and the Holy Spirit comes and revival comes before the judgments of God destroy us. God bless you, my brother, my sister. I love you. I'll be praying this weekend for you. I'll talk to you soon.